Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. this season is a lot of stress, isn't it? I mean, it's supposed to be one that where there's peace on earth, but it seems like that there's more stress created. <clears throat> and one of those stressors, if you would agree with me, is getting gifts. Would you agree with that? Yes. I mean, like, we're always trying to look for the perfect gift. And this week, as I emailed you out, we're going to talk about the perfect gift, but I've been did a little research and found out what are some of the top gifts that people are giving this year. And you may find this interesting, but I found that there is this thing called a Starscope monocular, and it says it helps you see everything from miles away like you're standing next to it. And so you can buy this uh, Starscope monocular for $40. So there's you a gift to give, everybody. Then they have, then I found another top gift is the Dodo. Okay, I don't know what that means, but dodo. It says the best night's sleep you will ever have for 60 bucks. It says the dodo is a metronome light scientifically designed to block out active thought patterns and lull you into a deep and peaceful sleep fast. I'll take one of those. And then we have for the children, we have the Magic Mixes Magical Misting Cauldron. <laughs> I don't know what all that is, but anyways, you're supposed to be able to, to mix up something and as you wave the wand over it, then all of a sudden that image of a furry friend pops up and you can buy that for $120. <laughs> but I saved the best for last. The last one is the, the Squeaky Balloon Dog. Now, this is a great gift. If your child or grandchild is saying, I want a puppy, here you go. <laughs> the balloon dog, feed him, teach him tricks, uh, pop him and watch him deflate. Squeaky the balloon dog ro is a robot dog, is totally interactive and comes alive when you play with him. Feed Squeaky with his pump to make him pee and pass gas. So I don't know. Why does a dog need to do that? I don't That's what the ad says. It actually said something a little worse than that. But anyways, uh, it's amazing how we're always looking for the perfect gift. We want the gift of perfection. But what I want to tell you is this, is that you can, if you have zero dollars, you can still give the perfect gift. Because the perfect gift is the present of the presence. The perfect gift is the present of presence. As, um, as you know, Rhonda, our children are getting older because I don't know why they're getting older. We're not. <laughs> and I can tell you from my parents' perspective is the gift that they desire the most is not what money can buy, but the gift that they desire the most is our presence. The greatest gift that you can give anyone is the, is the present of presence. Now, I know some of you are going to be tightwads this year, and you're going, to, you're going to skimp out on someone. You're going to say, well, remember Pastor Jeff said, here I am. 
Okay, that may not fly too well, all right? Let's just go and get that out of the way. But the greatest gift is presence. And that is exactly what Christmas is all about, is the greatest gift is God's gift, the present of his presence. Amen, everybody? And so when we, we look at the Bible, you'll find in Matthew's gospel, look what it says here. It says this, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him what, everybody? Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. That's the message of Christmas, everybody, is this. It is God's gift, God's gift, God's present a presence. His present is his presence. His present is his present. His present is his presence, everybody. It's Emmanuel, God with us. So today, as I give this uh, talk to you today and, and this powerful message from God, I would like, I'm going to say the word Emmanuel, and your job is, is to say this, God with us. So let's try it. You ready? Come on. Emmanuel. Let's try it again. You ready? Emmanuel. Let's try it one more time. Emmanuel. That's right. God with us. And I hope today as I say Emmanuel that you will reply with a little, little more uh, like excitement because God is with us. Amen. It's like, no, it's not like God with us. No, it's like God's with us. Emmanuel. That's right. He's God. God with us. God with us because he's with us, everybody. And see, that's the excitement of Christmas. And, and because it's become so commercialized, we can forget that part of it. And so today I want to talk to you about how to receive God's gift of presence because his presence is his presence. So today as we begin, I want to go into the story in Matthew 1 and we're going to look at Joseph's perspective, all right? Remember how that the Bible says that, that as you open up Matthew's gospel, it's talk about the birth of Jesus and it tells the story how that the angel come upon Mary and that it's all of a sudden it, it just says this in Matthew, she was found with child. And then it goes in right into Joseph, how that Joseph, when it said that she was found with child, I think it means that Joseph found out that she was with child. <laughs> because right after that, it says, okay, he's trying to, to put her away and, and divorce her quietly. Now, you say, well, well, Pastor Jeff, they weren't married, were they? No, they were betrothed. What that means is that they, it was a little deeper than engagement because when someone was betrothed, it means like they were already like they were married. They just had not had the ceremony yet and had not started living together yet. But it was a done deal. It was so much a done deal that if someone wanted to break a betrothal, there had to be a divorce uh, paper given. I mean, it's like they were married. And so all of a sudden we see that, that Joseph finds out like you're finding out right now that, that Mary is with child and all of a sudden he freaks out like anybody would freak out. Like, you know, when you said, okay, we're going to get married and, and you're my bride and, and I haven't touched you and all of a sudden you're telling me you've got a baby and you're saying it's from God. Come on, somebody. I'm not buying that, are you? And neither was Joseph. And so Joseph, Begin to say, okay, well, I, I'm going to get rid of her. I, I've got to figure out how to, how to get, get away from her. And so I want to take you to number one. So how to receive God's gift of presence. Number one is this, is become aware of God's presence. 
You've got to become aware of God's presence. You see, God is with you, but you may not be aware of it. And we find out that Joseph was not aware of it. So here we go. Look what it says. In Matthew 1 and 20, it says, but after he considered this, what he considered, he considered divorcing her, like getting away from her, you know, like I don't want you anymore, getting rid of her. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord, look at this, appeared to him where, everybody? In a dream. Notice that. That's so, so important. In a dream, and it says this, Joseph's And the angel said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what was conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now, did you just see what happened right there? If you didn't didn't watch closely, you might have missed it. But you notice that that the the Lord had to speak to Joseph in a dream. He He had to speak to him at night. He had to speak to him when he laid down. When he got real still, it's only when the Lord could speak to Joseph. Why? Because he was so mad and he was so hurt and he was so determined to get rid of Mary and he loved her so much that he was going to divorce her instead of taking her out in public square and having her stoned to death. Amen? See what I'm talking about? So if he really had the right, he had the right in his day, if she cheated on him, to have her stoned to death. And if the word got out that she cheated on him, then the crowd would want to do it anyway. So Joseph was trying to say, how can I divorce her and yet not get her killed? See what I'm talking about? There's more to the story. And so as he, as he begins to do that, as he begins to lean in, his mind is racing like yours is racing. Like, what are we going to do about this? And what are we going to do about that? And how is this going to happen? And your mind is racing so much that you don't even think about God. And Joseph, Joseph's mind was racing. What are we going to do? How am I going to do this? How am I going to take care of this? And the only time that God could speak to him is when he laid down, when he got still, when he got still enough, when he got still on the inside and the outside enough that God could speak to him. And that was only when he went to sleep. He spoke to him in the dream. And you see, it's when we get still that we can hear God. You see, the greatest tool the devil has to make us miss Christmas and make us miss God every day is keeps us busy. And you say, well, you know, I'm not that busy, but it's amazing. That's what social media is all about, is that it just keeps your mind busy. Amen, everybody? Even 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 when you're not working and you're not busy, you're still busy, 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 busy. Amen? Somebody said, Pastor, you're anti-social media. No, I'm not anti-social media. I'm anti-addiction to social media. And you know what? We're all sort of addicted, aren't we? The average person looks at their phone 150 times a day. Just think if we took half of that time and reflected on God, how much peace we would have. Amen, everybody? That's why the Bible says this in Psalm 46.10. Look what it says. Come on, this is a short verse. Let's read it again. You ready? Come on, here we go. Be still and know that I am God. Would you read out loud those first two words again? Let's say them louder. You ready? Come on. Be still. Be still. And know that I am God. In other words, you're never going to know he's God until you get still. And Joseph, that's it. what had to happen to Joseph. Is that he had to get still before God could speak to him. It's amazing what God will do to try to to let you know that he's present with you. Remember, the gift, the gift, the the present of his presence is what God wants to give you. The present, the gift, the present of the present. 
My friend Pastor Benny Tate was here with us Wednesday night, and I just want to say thank you guys so much for coming out. Wasn't that an awesome time, everybody? And he wrote a book called Defy the Odds, and I hope that you will pick it up. Many of you did that night. I think he sold over 200 books uh, Wednesday night. But in his book, I read his book, and, and in the book he talks about how that he was going through a very difficult time. And he said he was struggling so much. He said he got to where he couldn't sleep. You ever been there? You ever been there have something on your mind so much you couldn't sleep? And so he woke up at, he said he would wake up at, it seemed like one or two o'clock every in the morning time thinking about the problem that he had. And said so he'd get up and he'd just leave his house. He'd go to the local park and he'd just walk and pray, just walk and pray. And he said one morning he got up, he, that was on his mind again, he didn't know what he was going to do. So he just got up and he said he left his house, he got in his car, drove to the park by his house and he just started walking the track. He said, and no one's ever there at 1 a.m. He said as he was walking, he made his way around one of the corners of the track and you know, you can see the whole track, but he said he just had his head down praying and all of a sudden he looked up and there was a lady that was walking in front of him. And he, he walked a few more paces because he was walking a little faster than her. And before he got to her, she turned around. And she said, sir, are you a pastor? He said, yes, ma'am, I am. She said, I just, she said, you're going through something very tough, aren't you? He said, yes, ma'am, I am. She said, I just want to tell you, you keep holding on to God. And you keep calling out to God, and God is going to take care of the problem that you got. He said, I was so overwhelmed with emotion because I was, he said, I just gushed. I couldn't help it. He said, I began to cry, and I just dropped my head down a second, and then I cleaned my eyes out and looked back up to say, thank you. And he said, the woman was not there. He said, I looked in front of me. I looked to the right. I looked to the right. I looked to the left. I looked behind me, and she was gone. He said, I'm convinced that God sent an angel that day just to remind me of his presence, that he's with me. He's Emmanuel, everybody, God with us, amen? He's Emmanuel, God with us. I don't know what you're going through today, but I want to tell you that he's Emmanuel, God with us. Look what Psalms 46.10 in the message paraphrase says. I love what it says here. Look what it says. He says, step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me. Your high God above politics and above everything. God is saying, would you today, would you get still? Would you just be still in this Christmas season? Would you allow your mind just to stop just a moment and be still? And I don't know what you're running from, but I can tell you, if you'll get still, you'll begin to know that God is with you, everybody. He's with you. He's Emmanuel, God with us. Remember, the gift is the present of his presence. And God is with you. Even right now in this room, if our eyes could be opened spiritually, we would see the, the angels of God all around this room right now. Do you understand that if you're a child of God, that the, the presence of God is with you, that you're not by yourself, that he's always with you. Amen, everybody? So I got a next step for you on this card, this connection card. You received one when you come in with your program. Please take it out. And look on the back of it what it says. It says, the next step, I will do my best to step out of the busyness to focus on God. Because until you realize that, like Joseph had to realize, then guess what? You're going to miss Christmas 
and you're going to be miserable through Christmas. Just check that box so we can pray for you. The second thing I would tell you is this. Well, before we do it, Emmanuel. Oh, you lost a little joy already. (laughs) Emmanuel. God is with us. Don't you forget that. Don't you ever, ever forget that, that God is with us. The second thing is this, how to receive God's gift of presence. Number two is lean into the power of God's presence. I've got something good I want to report to you today. And that is wherever God's presence is, his power is there. Amen? Amen. Lean into the power of God's presence. We go back into the story again. We're going to read the same verse that we read earlier, but I want to point out another, another phrase there. It says, But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is what? From where, everybody? Why don't you circle that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. This is so interesting to me, how God spoke to Joseph, and God assured Joseph. God said, Joseph, I want to assure you that what is within Mary has been conceived by the Holy Spirit. What was God doing? God was assuring Joseph about Mary and about the Holy Spirit, and he was also reintroducing Joseph to the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? See, Joseph was, he had read the Old Testament. He had had read the times the Holy Spirit had come on this person and come on that person, but he had never had a close-up and personal until now. And so now I want you to know that that all of a sudden he was, God was giving him the assurance of the Holy Spirit and also giving Joseph an encounter with the Holy Spirit, letting him know that the Holy Spirit's close to him. You know, I always say this, that God gave Joseph the assurance, but also he was giving him insurance as well. Amen? You know, insurance is something that we get to to make sure for the worst case scenario, we have insurance. Amen, everybody? I mean, for the worst case scenario, we have insurance. And I want to tell you that God was telling Joseph that no matter what comes your way, that the Holy Spirit is going to be with you and take care of you and that you can trust me on this and that Mary was not messing around, that it was me, Joseph, that did this. And what he was saying was, Joseph, that the Holy Spirit can do what, what you cannot do. The Holy Spirit is powerful. He's greater than anything that you can ever imagine. The Holy Spirit has power. Amen, everybody? And this is what I want you to know. What is impossible with man is possible with God. Amen? Amen. And so, watch this. See, I understand this, that living by, the best life is not lived by willpower. The best life is lived by Holy Spirit power. Did you hear that, everybody? The, the The best life is not about what I can do. The best life is trusting what God can do. And when you get that and when you believe that and it sinks in right here and you start living and you slow down enough and you settle down enough to know that God is with me, then all of a sudden there's a little pressure taken off of you. Amen? It's because God is with us. You see, you say, what's this Holy Spirit stuff, Jeff? What are you you talking about? Well, Jesus explained it this way. Look what Jesus said in John 3 and 8. He said this. He said, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. What was he saying? 
He was saying the Holy Spirit is like the wind. Would you do me a favor? Maybe you got your program there. Would you pick it up? Everybody pick up your program that you have there. Pick it up. Now let's just fan like this. Come on, do this like this. What's happening? What do you feel? Don't hit yourself with it. But what do you feel, everybody? What do you feel? The wind, that's right. And some of you, like right now, you feel the wind. And some of you, it's visible, right? Because your hair is moving. Did you see? Did you see mine? <laughs> Would you agree with me that, that, that you felt, now did you see it? You didn't see it, did you? But you felt it, right? And what was it that was happening? What was, what was you creating? Wind, right? You was creating wind. And so the wind is something that we feel, but we can't see. It's invisible, right? And Jesus said the Holy Spirit is the same way, is that you cannot see it, but you only feel his effects. And I'm telling you today, everybody, that whatever you're going through today, that you can lean into the Holy Spirit. And whatever you got to go into, you can lean into the Holy Spirit. And he will do what you cannot do. He's still the great I am. He's still the miracle worker. He's still the mighty God. He's still the everlasting. Father, the Holy Spirit can do what you can't do. Listen, you was not meant to live life on your own. You're not created to handle this life on your own. That's why you can't handle it. You've got to have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And you've got to have the confidence that it's Emmanuel, God with me. He's with me right now. He'll be with me tomorrow. He was with me yesterday. God is with me. Amen. When you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you say, hey, you can take this day because God's with me. You say, Jeff, you don't know the doctor's appointment I have. I'm telling you, Emmanuel, God is with you. Amen. You say, you don't know the marriage I'm in. I say, Emmanuel, God is with you. You say, you don't know the children that I have. I say, Emmanuel, God is with you. Amen. Come on, somebody. It's Emmanuel. That's why the Bible says, Zechariah 4, 6, look what he says. He says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Amen? Amen. Oh, you're trying to do it yourself. You're not smart enough. You say, Pastor, I graduated the top of my class. I got a 4.0. Well, congratulations, but you're not smart enough. Because God knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God is with us. How to receive God's gift of his presence. Remember his gift, the present of his presence. Number three is rest in the peace of God's presence. Oh, Rest in the peace of God's presence. That, that's why I love Christmas Eve. You know, I love that, that we come and sing. I, I love the closing song we sing a lot of times is Silent Night. It's the peace of God's presence. By the way, you got these little cards here. Why don't you invite someone to come to Christmas Eve service with you? Amen, everybody. It's beautiful. It's a tradition. If, you, if you've not been a part of that tradition, why don't you start one and invite somebody to come with you. Have these cards. Give them out. But we want to rest in the peace of God's presence. Look what it says here. Now, again, Joseph, here he is. He's waking up. It says, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. Now, listen, I'm a practical thinker. 
Sometimes I have dreams, and after I dream, it seems real. But when I wake up, I'm like, that was a dream. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that just a dream would not have made me say, okay, well, I'm going to forgive Mary, and I'm going to go marry Mary. And I'm just going to go take, no, a dream would not, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that was a great dream, but no, she's still pregnant. <laughs> Amen? Right. See, you, 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 make the, you make the Bible, it's real, real people. So something had to happen during that dream that convinced Joseph that it was more than a dream, that it was God and God speaking. I think I've discovered something here, and you've got to just track with me. This is Jeff. It's not the Bible. This is Jeff. What I believe happened was this. I believe that while Joseph was dreaming, that God revealed his word to him. Because in Isaiah 7 and 15, over 740 years before Joseph was ever born, there was a prophecy that was given and that prophecy was, was Matthew recorded. Remember, Matthew's writing down the story of Jesus' life. And Matthew records this right in the middle of all this chaos. He takes the time out before he says Joseph woke up. He recorded this verse, which actually was a prophecy that was given 740 years ago. And look what it says in verse 23. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. What I'm trying to tell you is this, is I believe that God all of a sudden revealed to Joseph that verse and reminded him that the, this had already been proclaimed 700 years ago that it would happen. And Joseph received that God was fulfilling the promise that he made over 740 years ago. And that ought to be a good reminder to you and me that God keeps his promises no matter what. Amen. And when he woke up, why, you say, why do you think that, Jeff? Because we hear Joseph right there, right at the end, right in this story, Matthew writes it in. I believe that, I believe the people that knew Joseph asked him, how could you have done that? I believe that Joseph went around saying, Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. The virgin will give birth to a child and we would call it Emmanuel, God with us. I believe Joseph said that over and over again until it was so much so that it was recorded right there to let us know that. I believe the, re the way that Joseph coped with everything was understanding that it's Emmanuel, God with us. I believe that when, when Joseph, all, every time that he walked out into public, see, he was a public disgrace because all the, everybody thought that, okay, they had to get married. They had a wedding date, but oh, they couldn't wait then. No, no, they had to get married because she's knocked up. That's what they thought. And everywhere they went, people went like this, went like this, went like this. And others started hearing the rumors that, oh, well, well you know, I heard that she was pregnant and it wasn't his. And, uh, you know, I heard that she'd been messing around. And they, everywhere they went, people were doing this. They were, they were a public disgrace. And every time that Joseph, the weight got on him so much that he was embarrassed and didn't know what to do, I believe every time he looked at Mary and saw her, her stomach begin to grow, I believe he said, Mary, God is with us. Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. You see, when all the pressure comes, you got to remember it's God with us. I believe it's Joseph because he was an outcast. 
See, nobody wanted, wanted in his culture wanted to deal with an outcast. He was a carpenter. And I believe that his jobs got a little more scarce than because nobody wanted to hire an outcast. And every time the bills become, would become due and they didn't know how they were going to pay their bill and how they were going to pay their rent, he didn't know. I believe every time he'd look at Mary and he'd look at, put his hand on her stomach and say, Mary, Emmanuel, God is with us. He's with us. He's with us. And when Joseph had to make a trip from Nazareth to Bethlehem, he was required to. The law said, you've got to go there. You've got to go be recorded and pay your taxes there. You've got to go now. Mary was nine months pregnant with Jesus. And it's a 70-mile journey. Now, that doesn't sound too bad if you're on I-75. Well, it could be horrible on I-75. <laughs> But here, this, listen, you got to get the picture. It's a mountainous terrain. I mean, it's, it's up and down and over hills and mountains. And there's rocks and pebbles everywhere. It's not a road. And there's 70 miles of rough terrain that he's got to lead that donkey. And Mary, being nine months pregnant, is, is on the back of that donkey. And every time they have to go, they can't stay. He can't leave her. He's got to go. And so there are, she's on the back of the donkey riding. And he's pleading the donkey. And every time the donkey stumbles, and Mary, Mary said, begins to complain with the pain of pregnancy. He stops and says, Mary, 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 remember, Emmanuel, God is with us. He's with us. And as they begin, continue the journey, and they would stay, and they would have to spend the night out in the fields and, and not, not knowing the people that were around them and, and what was going to happen to them. And Mary would be afraid and be scared and, and freaking out at times. And when she was at the point of freaking out, Joseph would have to go and say, Mary, 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 Emmanuel, God is with us. He's with us. And as Joseph got closer to Bethlehem, Apparently, Mary's labor pains begin to increase. And as her labor pains begin to increase, and he's begins now, he's leading the donkey. He's leading it faster. And she's going, oh, Joseph, I, I, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. And you know, listen, ladies, you know what those pains are like. We men have no clue, but we know your screams. We know, we know the terror that comes out of your voice when you scream with that pain when, when childbirth is happening and it's happening on the back of a donkey. She's screaming, oh, Joseph, oh, something's happened. I don't know what's happened. I'm in so much pain. I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. Joseph, help me. And he begins to speed up with the donkey and he gets into Bethlehem and says, Mary, hold on, we're almost there. We're almost there. And he goes to every hotel in the place and there's no room available. It's all full. And she's screaming, Joseph, Joseph, something happening. I'm hurting, I'm hurting. Joseph, do something, do something. And the only thing that Joseph can do is lead the donkey into a stable. There where there, there's feces on the ground. There's urine on the ground from the animals. And he had no other choice. And right there, she screamed, Joseph, what are we going to do? And at that moment, he said, Mary, Emmanuel, God is with us. God is with us. And at that moment, Joseph spread out all the blankets and Jesus was born. And as they held the baby, the precious baby, 
Joseph held up and said, Mary, Mary, look. Emmanuel, God with us. He's God with us. Today, I've come to remind you today, in the midst of your anxiety, in the midst of your depression, in the midst of your storm, in the midst of your difficulty today, I've come one to remind you of one thing. Emmanuel, God with us. Let's say it, everybody. Emmanuel. Let's say it again. Emmanuel. Let's say it again, Emmanuel. Let's say it again, Emmanuel. Say it again, Emmanuel. One more time, Emmanuel. Do you believe it today? Do you believe it? I can tell you, but do you believe it? Do you believe it? Did it move from here to here? Because see, if you don't believe it, you have no power. But the moment that you believe it, you got power. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with you. Emmanuel. 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 Do you believe it? Would you stand with me? In the midst of this anxiety that is sweeping across our country, the word today is Emmanuel, God with us. If you can move into this Christmas season and remembering that one thing, Emmanuel, God with us. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do this Christmas? What are we going to do about the bills? What are we going to do about Christmas? What are we going to do about the brethren? What are we going to do? What are we going to do about the family gathering? I just say this, Emmanuel. That's the answer. And today, what are you going to do with your anxiety? What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with the stress? What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with the fear that you have about about your family and about your body and about all this that's going on? What are you going to do with it? You can keep it or you can bring it to Emmanuel because God is with us, everybody. Amen? I've asked them to come and sing a song. As they begin to sing this song today, I want to challenge you today. Why don't you just bring your anxiety, your stress, why don't you bring it all today to Emmanuel? Because God is with us. Amen? Emmanuel? Emmanuel? Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.